Welcome to today's episode, which will likely deal with some dark topics and sometimes sweary words, so listener discretion is always advised. For ad-free and bonus episodes, click in the link in the show notes for exclusive content. You can support the show at buymeacoffee.com or by giving me a rate, writing a review, or subscribing to future episodes. And with all my marketing blah 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 out of the way, on with the show. Hello, I hope you had a wonderful holiday season, however you celebrate. I just wanted to pop in here real quick and let you know a couple of things about some upcoming stuff. Exclusive content is coming. I'm still trying to test it and make sure it's both what I want and that you will get the most bang for your buck for. Currently, it's going to be hosted on Red Circle, which unfortunately is not compatible with Spotify, but you can add the exclusive feed to any of your other platforms. I might check out adding it as well to Patreon just to give you another option. Uh, I really wish that I was more tech savvy or had one of those production teams behind me, but it's just me. So we kind of have kind of muddle through the amateur that I am, but I'm committed to getting it out there in January of 2023. On January 3rd, I am recording with Collier Landry on his show Moving Past Murder, which I believe it is scheduled to be released on January 5th. If you don't know who Collier is, he is an American filmmaker who testified at the young age of 12 against his own father for murdering his mother and burying her body in the basement of their home. So he's an interesting person to say the least. He's gone on to do some really amazing TED Talks. He wrote a documentary about his mother's murder and now has a podcast and YouTube channel out of California. I am thrilled that his team reached out to me to be on a show and to talk to him. So watch for that in early January. Today is Canadian and UK Boxing Day. To you Americans, I guess it's just the day after Christmas. So I have a mini episode for you. And despite my little white lie at the end of this episode... Uh, which was pre-recorded a while ago, and I got my dates mixed up. Next week is also a mini-episode, and then January 9th, I am back with a heartbreaking full episode. And with that, enjoy today's mini-episode. Hello, and welcome to another mini-episode of A Million Other Choices. I am, as always, your host, Kim. The mini story I am bringing you today is from Nanaimo, BC, which is a city on the east side of Vancouver of just under 100,000 people, and one that has really been in my brain. I happen to know someone that knows the family involved, which is something that always makes me very interested in a case and while doing research on it. The ignored warning signs have been nudging at me, so I want to cover this story, but there isn't enough coverage on the case to get a full episode, so I'm going to do the best I can to tell the story as detailed and as accurately as I can. On the afternoon of September 1st, 2002, 13-year-old Angie Sentis and her mom Rosella went shopping for shoes for back to school. Angie was one of the middle children in a very large family of eight siblings. Three of her step-siblings from her mom's first marriage were adults now and living in Italy. But Angie still shared her parents, Joe and Rosella's, affections with four other siblings, including Eric, 11, Zoe, 9, Peter, 7, and little Diego, who was only three. So some one-on-one time with her mom was prized and valued time. On their way home, her mom pulled into a gas station on the corner of Rutherford Road in Uplands Drive to fill the minivan with gas. 
Angie sat in the front seat happily eating from a bag of chips. Rosella stood by the passenger side with the van door open and filled the car. When the car was nearly full and Rosella was about to stop the pump and return it to its place on the pump, Angie heard a loud bang. She thought something had happened to the gas tank, so she looked back at her mom only to see her fall to the ground. Not comprehending what she was seeing, she just stared at her mom crumpled on the ground as blood started to pool under her head. This is the murder of Rosella Sentis. Another customer, who had also been filling his car, noticed a Toyota Corolla drive slowly through the alley of gas pumps and the driver aim and shoot Rosella in the back of the head with a sawed-off shotgun before swerving and speeding off. This man quickly grabbed Angie and swept her into the convenience store of the gas station. 23-year-old Mark Sandra was working the cashier counter at the store and heard the shots and saw Angie being brought into the store and being told to get down. Angie was screaming, My mom, my mom, I want to see my mom, over and over. And Mark, not knowing what to do or say, told her it would be okay and called the police. Rosella Sentes was a 44-year-old, originally from Italy. She was the mother of eight children and devoted to all of them, including her second husband Joe's children from his previous marriage, who included two daughters, Samantha and Melanie. Samantha living in Calgary and Melanie in Toronto. He also had three other adult children living in Italy. Most of her and Joe's children were now adults and not living at home, but Angie, Erica, Zoe, Peter, and Diego were. Rosella and Joe had moved to Nanaimo in 1994 from Calgary. Joe had a successful plumbing business in Calgary, but suffered a bad accident and injured his back, which ended his plumbing work. The move to Nanaimo was a fresh start for the family, and they settled into a two-story house on Bayshore Drive with a view of the water. Rosella didn't work outside the home, but did volunteer and always made sure all the kids got to their sporting and other activities. Samantha said of her stepmom, quote, She lived for her children. She really did. She was an amazing mother. She did everything with us, end quote. And Melanie said that she, uh, she always wanted to stay at home with her children. She always put her kids into things. She was involved in, in a lot of community stuff. Melanie also told Jim Beattie of the Vancouver Sun that Rosella had taught her how to play volleyball and that she liked to paint and encouraged them all to be creative. Joe was described as outgoing, friendly, and hardworking and would give you his last dollar if he needed it. The police had a description of the shooter as a 20-something man in a Toyota with rental car plates. Constable Jack Eubank said, quote, We need that car and we can't find it, end quote. They had to take their time interviewing Angie because of her young age and the trauma that she'd just witnessed. And Jack said, quote, the poor girl witnessing what she did. She doesn't know. She hasn't told us. She knows the shooter. We don't know who it is, end quote. As part of the investigation, Nanaimo RCMP contacted police in Calgary for background information on Rosella. Information from that investigation found that not long after the move to Nanaimo, Neighbors started to hear the sounds of bickering between the couple. The back pain that Joe suffered after his accident became an issue for his mental health and he was being treated at the Columbia Pain Management Clinic out in Vancouver. He had thoughts of suicide and had trouble getting Rosella to understand the pain that he was experiencing. Rod Shellard, who had met Joe at the clinic, said, quote, 
He told me he couldn't make a go of it in the house with the family. He couldn't relax and deal with the pain. End quote. The couple separated and Joe moved out. Rosella and the children remained in the Bayshore house. The divorce dragged on for three years but was very close to being done with. According to a friend of Joe's who lives in California named Reno, he told the Vancouver Sun that despite being separated for three years, they were still lovers. But I only found that one account of that and that was probably from Joe's point of view. Reno does admit that Joe became pretty upset in late August when he learned that Rosella had been seeing a new man and he was concerned that Rosella had been getting the house fixed up and ready to sell and he was worried she would get full custody of the kids and move back with them to northern Italy where she was from. The initial description of the driver turned out to be a bit of a false lead as the shooter was actually much older than 22. Surveillance footage from the station provided a bird's eye view of the license plate of the vehicle, 887AAC, registered to budget rent a car and recently rented by one 48-year-old Joe Sentis. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Joe had recently gone to California to visit his good friend Reno, who told the Vancouver Sun that when he left his house in California, He was on a mission to meet with the lawyers and get everything finalized so that he could move him and his mom back to Calgary, where he planned on opening a new pallet-making business. Reno talked to him on the Sunday of the murder about six hours before and said, quote, he was all positive, he was all focused. I don't know what happened after I talked to him on Sunday morning, end quote. Samantha Sentis, his 22-year-old daughter, saw things a bit differently, telling Jim Beatty of the Vancouver Sun, He's always been mentally screwed up, I think. He was very abusive to us and my mother. He was always very, very abusive before his accident. End quote. A quick check of previous court records show an escalation of threats against Rosella, and in her affidavit filed only weeks before she was killed, She said that she feared for her safety, reporting that Joe had returned to the house and removed three guns, including a long-barrel shotgun. But nothing had been done about it. Joe had also mentioned to several friends that a 25-cent bullet was cheaper than a divorce. On Tuesday, September 3rd, 2002, Joe was arrested at his house, which was located only two blocks from the RCMP station. He was charged with second-degree murder. In January 2005, he pled guilty to the charge in the courtroom of Justice James Taylor, and the statement of facts of what he had done was read into court. Angie attended all of the proceedings clutching the hand of a friend, but left the courtroom when the description of Rosella's injury was read out. 
The prosecutor, Scott Van Alstein, said of Angie's experience, The picture of her mother falling to the ground will be seen directly by Angie for the rest of her life. One moment they were doing mother-daughter things, the next moment her mother was dead. What does that say about this man's character? That Rosella was shot in the back in the presence of the daughter that they both shared. It was an execution. Rosella's best friend read a victim impact statement and described waiting at the police station with Rosella's children for news about their mother's death. She says, quote, I watched as they clung to their teddy bears. How in God's name do you break such awful news to them? Four of Rosella's children prepared vic- victim impact statements as well, but Van Elstein decided it was best not to read them in court to respect their privacy. So I don't have access to those, but Van Elstein said of them, They are eloquent, they are moving, they show a deep love for their mother, who was their best friend, and they show their tremendous sadness at not having her there anymore. At the same time, some also show fear for what will happen when Joe Sentis is released from jail. One of them asked, did he not think of us? Joe was sentenced to a life in prison with eligibility for parole after 14 years, which would have been in 2016, but I couldn't find any update on if he's out on parole at this time. I did find a copy of the Out of Bounds magazine, which is a prison newsletter of sorts from 2008, where he wrote a short editorial thanking the publication for posting his letter about how he was trying to get compensated for his Rolex watch and some other jewelry that was stolen in a B&E from his lawyer's office. Quote, I have spent years of diligent work sending countless letters and making dozens of phone calls resulting in a total waste of time. As a result of his submission, he received a check for $35,074.22, which he planned on using to hire a different lawyer. There was also a quote in the Globe and Mail that I want to point out. I won't say her last name because she was only 22 at the time, but her name is Sarah and she said, quote, It's horrible. It's so awful that it happened here. I can't believe it because it happened in a nice part of town, end quote. Which is a reminder that despite what all of us thinks, domestic violence crosses all economic lines, all status and religions, and cultural divides. Love can be dangerous no matter who you are or how much money you have or how nice a person you are. Red flags need to be heeded by us as a community, and I guess if your ex shows up at your house and takes with him a bunch of guns after threats, Maybe move into the lobby of the police station just to be safe. But that's not really practical. The Canadian Domestic Homicide Prevention Initiative can be a great resource, not just for potential victims, but their families and friends. According to them, domestic homicides account for one in five murders in Canada. They have created a knowledge hub for their research and have information on risk assessment, management, and safety planning strategies. They also have compiled two amazing PDF articles you can download with advice gained directly from survivors. Uh, The first one is called Stay With Them, Survivors of Intimate Partner Violence Share Insights on How Family and Friends Can Help. This one is great if you know someone that is currently a victim of abuse and you're worried about them. And the second one is called There's a Way Out, Insights from Survivors of Intimate Partner Violence. I know that it is difficult, I have been there myself, and I know how the police, child protective services, and the courts can be manipulated by abusers against you, but don't let those threats stop you from getting out. An abuser will always eventually reveal his character. And remember, 
document, document, document. Do not delete texts, voicemails, and please confide in a friend that you trust. And that was the murder of Rosella Sentis. I will be back on Monday with a regular episode. Please remember to give a five-star rating or review and subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. And as always, thank you for listening. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.